welcome to the Heavy Pages podcast, a space for women struggling with an unwanted separation or divorce. I'm Josie, your host, a separation survival coach, creator of the From Devastated to Divorce program, a mother of two, and a survivor of my own unwanted separation and divorce. My mission is to help you avoid some of the pitfalls that extended my journey of growth and healing and to provide you with tips and tools that will help get you to a place of acceptance and empowerment. Because sometimes the pages of life can be heavy, but you don't have to turn them alone. Hello and welcome to another journal entry episode. Thanks for sticking along with me. I am going to read this journal entry and as I have mentioned before, I usually don't read the journal entries before I read them to you because I like to give you my authentic take. Not to say that I haven't read them before because obviously through the years I have cracked them open and read through them. But by the time I'm doing this reading, I haven't read them in a good couple of years at least, probably more. But I just breezed through the first few sentences of this journal entry because I wanted to see if I mentioned Mario, which of course I do. But I may have shared this particular story with you guys before, even though I didn't recognize that it was going to end up in a journal entry. But here it is in case you're like, this sounds familiar. This is why. So let's get to this. This is for Wednesday, December 8th. Okay. I just got back from seeing Mario and I think we had our first fight slash issue. So we go to 7-Eleven to get something to drink and I put gas in the car while he goes in. I'm not sure what, okay, sorry, off topic. Then some guys come over and ask me if I can help them with some gas money. So I'm like, well, okay, I felt sorry for them. And then when he is just about done, Mario comes over and asks what's up and I say nothing and get into the car. Then in the car, he asked if I was making friends and I said, no, these guys just needed gas and I gave them some. Well, he got really upset and mad at me, a calm, but still mad. So we went almost an hour in the car talking about how I should not have done that or how it made him feel like he feels like he does not know me well at all. And that he was feeling comfortable with how things were going till this happened and that now he's not sure. I was starting to get pissed after a while because I did nothing wrong. I just helped some guys with gas. I know how it looked with him walking up and everyone walking away. I do see his point, but still not for him to doubt me and say that me saying nothing was like a lie. I think about it now and it's just kind of funny and a bit exciting. Our first fight, he actually did not want to say, but I think part of it was him feeling a bit jealous. Anyway, I took that time to tell him that I was not feeling all that good about us either. With him not making time for me and stuff, he did not want to talk much tonight because he was still bothered by what happened. I also got him a little Jeep car because he drives a Jeep and I thought it would be cute. He liked it. He said it was a very, very nice and thoughtful thing for me But now he was going to be torn between that special nice thing and the gas thing. He told me he hopes I call him tomorrow and tell him that he is a nut for thinking like he did. And I told him I already think that way, but that I would not be calling him, that he would need to take time and see how he feels about me and this gas thing. And he can call me once he knows. Well, he said he already knows that he is 
that he still wants to see what is up between us. Still, I'm not going to call. It will be up to him. I told him I did not mean anything at all by it and that there is no more I can do. So let's see. For some weird reason, I get the feeling that this will energize him to seek me out more. Let's see. Wow. Wow. I have so much to say about this episode or this journal entry. And I'm happy that it's something different. But also, what the fuck? Are you kidding me? He didn't know what to do because... He doesn't know how to feel about me because I was being nice and giving gas to strangers at a gas station, even though I got back in the car with him. By the way, we were driving my Mustang, so I don't even know why he wasn't even driving his Jeep and doing gas him freaking self, but clearly he wasn't. I was. And I gave those guys gas out of my own gas, my own money, and he flipped out about it. So first of all, that is a sign that he is, was the jealous type. Like, I can't talk to other men because it's going to offend him. It's going to make him feel like less of a man that I dare speak to other men in his presence or around him. That's the vibe. That's the absolute vibe I get now. Yes, I get that I described that the conversation and everything was done just as he was coming up. So could it look a little suspicious? Yes, it could. He asked what was going on. I said nothing, but I probably said nothing until we got into the car. Like I said, nothing, quote unquote, nothing. But when we got into the car, I'm happy to tell him what happened, but I probably didn't want to like sit there with the the men walking in their car and him here and going through that long spiel. I don't feel like I was trying to hide something from him. However, you, I don't think that that was a, a rational reaction for him to get so mad and for us to spend an hour discussing it is just bonkers. I do remember that happening. I do remember that situation. And I remember thinking how stupid it was. But you know what's sad? What's sad is that I'm reading in the journal entry that I found it exciting that we argued and that I felt a boost of something because he was jealous. Like his jealousy gave me a sense of worth his jealousy made me feel worth it. When his jealousy is his own thing. Men aren't jealous because of you. Men are jealous about their own fucking egos. And so I'm over here internalizing his jealousy thinking, oh, he must really like me because he's jealous. No, girl, it has nothing to do with you. It has to do with how dare she talk to some other man when I'm around her. I, I thought that that was a good thing. No, not a good thing at all. But then uh, I got in the, uh, a little gift, a cute, thoughtful gift. I agree. But then he still, I don't, I'm, I'm not going to call that um, gaslighting, but just, oh, well, this was a cute gift, but you fucked it up by talking to men when you were out on a date with me. So <sighs> what I do appreciate from here is that I took the opportunity again to be clear. You want to tell me that you are now doubtful. You don't know if you can trust me. You don't know if I'm a trustworthy person because I was talking to some men while you were getting gas. And then I'm like, well, guess what? I don't really like you either. And so I'm not cool about our relationship, all that either. I'm not sure where we stand either. 
You think you're not sure about me? Well, I'm not sure about you. Good. I'm glad that I spoke up. And then I'm also glad that he's like, well, (laughs) think on it. Think on what happened today. I mean, before I really finished reading that sentence, I was actually thinking, is he going to tell me to think about what I've done and call him tomorrow to like apologize? Get the fuck out of here with that. But no, he actually was more like that. I will call him tomorrow and tell him that I think he's nuts. And like I said, you're already nuts. I already think you're nuts. What are you talking about? And good for me to say that I wasn't going to call him. And honestly, I could be wrong. We'll find out in the next journal entry. But I do believe that when those situations come up, that is where my 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 pride kicks in. I think my pride probably kicks in overdrive. It like over, uh, it supersedes my lack of self worth, and I'm like, oh hell no! Now I'm not going to sit here and bend to your will. That shit ain't happening. So I really think that in that aspect, I probably didn't call him and waited for him to call me. If he called me, and if he didn't, I was like, well, you see, that was totally on him because I'm not going to go begging when I didn't do anything wrong, which I absolutely didn't. So that was an interesting take. And I did remember the story, but I really didn't remember the full details of how it went down. I love reliving some of this stuff. It really is like if I'm on a time machine going back in time and and re-seeing something in the past, but seeing it from a different perspective now. I am a little bit embarrassed that I was like excited about it and that it re-energizes our relationship. Again, I go back to what I said before. If it re-energizes it, it's because now he's got something to prove to himself, not because he's trying to win me over or because he sees value in me. This is all about him. This was all about him. I just happened to be the vessel that he used to allow his ego or whatever to get hurt. So yeah. That's a hard pass for me. All right. Anyway, I will leave you with that for this week. And um, stay tuned for the next journal entry episode to see if he calls me, if I call him, or if it's finally, (laughs) finally the end of Mario. Okay. Bye for now. That's going to be it for this episode. If you'd like to reach out to me, you can always find me on Instagram at heavy underscore pages underscore podcast. And if you found this episode interesting, please consider clicking on that five star rating and following so you are notified when the next episode drops. As always, thank you for listening. And remember, sometimes the pages of life can be heavy, but you don't have to turn them alone.